This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy and my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my god, just start the show. Welcome to episode 52, season 3. Kayla, are you ready for this epic season finale? (laughs) Well, we just realized that it was the season finale T-minus five minutes ago. But I said to Stacey, we don't have to make it this like crazy thing because we have very exciting things happening in season four. Am I right? Yeah, but um, I feel like if you're watching like a TV show and then the season finale is just like a normal (laughs) episode, you'd be upset. Honestly, though, when I listen to podcasts, I'm not like... I don't. I have no clue when the season finale is. Then maybe we shouldn't have said it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like a hundred percent. There's no way people would ever know. The only reason they know is because we announce it and do like a full thing. Well, also we could have just made the episode that I wanted to do next week, and then Kayla's like, "No, it's fifty-two. We always do fifty-two. Well, so 52 whatever. Because there's fifty-two. I'll weeks ju- in a we'll year, just right? make the one I want to do the the season premiere or the opening. What is yeah. it called? The first episode. The pilot. The pilot. <laughs> <laughs> season four pilot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm so excited. Stay like I was. T- we Stacey and I talked about it a bit, and we have some very. Ex- I'm very excited about these things. Let's not say what it is, so people keep keep listening. So that <laughs> so basically, you're gonna get a break next week from us. You're not gonna have us next week because we have to like leave a little bit, a little little bit of the wanting. You know? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, geez, yeah. the season finale is ending. I wonder what they'll do for the next, for the opening. Maybe we'll have a new intro. Maybe. Maybe we'll have a new picture. I don't know. I like our picture. I'm keeping it. Yeah, picture. no, I don't want to. Yeah. I like our cover. But don't we have a new cover every season? No, we didn't season. No. You're just making this up. You no, I know sure. we didn't because we've okay. had two. We've had two oh, different okay. ones. Yeah, I like this so one. So same picture. Maybe we're changing the name of the podcast. No, you can't change <laughs> the name of the podcast. Um, the podcast I listened to did change. but That's ridiculous. I have to call my sister. It went from the iconic. morning toast to the toast. No, no, no. No, just, it'll always be. I have to call my sister. Ours just changes to. I have to call. Yeah, I have to call. I have to call. Just to be real wild. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, you you don't know what's gonna happen, but get ready, buckle in. Um, speaking of though, like. Well, I was going to try to do a segue, and it wasn't a segue at all. I just want to read a review. No, I was going to say, this is... Oh, read it. Wait, I don't understand. So Stacey, her entire life, has done this career, and she gets negative reviews every day. Like, gets the meanest comments on her YouTube videos, is so, like, mentally prepared for all this, whatever. I just, like, casually read her a review we got yesterday that was a one-star review, and she is triggered and it's not even that mean why are you so mad that you're like one star okay listen somebody listened what to one episode and then went and took the time to go give us one star i'm saying think of right think of the effort yeah read what they said this is the trigger (laughs) oh wait i didn't even tell you the the subject line not impressed Not impressed with a one-star review. They tried too hard to be funny and entertaining. It seems forced. 
That's it. Okay, you know what? <laughs> That's it. Do you know what? That's a compliment because I'm not forcing shit. <laughs> okay? And this person's from Canada. Their name is D- WS Track 9. And I can't believe it. But you know what's funny? We've only gotten one other one-star review, and we assumed it was my ex, Jesse Holland. (laughs) Because we talked bad about him in one episode, and then we got a one-star review. We're like, oh, it's him. We're not even offended. (laughs) Now this one is unknown. We don't know who it was, and we're fuming. So we now have two one-star reviews. But Stacey, I'm telling you, when you get negative comments, it means you've made it. No, no, no. I know. I, I agree. But what I'm saying is, like, I just can't believe they said we're forced. <laughs> like, I'm if you, literally not offended knew, in the slightest. No, I am. Because if you knew us in real life, if you know us in real life, you know that we're being exactly the way that we are in real life. Like, there's no... We have been told that before, though. We have been told. Remember, my other ex, Andrew, remember he said, oh, you guys just think everyone's so funny, so when you laugh, it doesn't, like, mean anything. No, I'm saying this is this is a this is a compliment. I'm changing my oh, mentality okay. <laughs> because you know why? Because they're like, oh, they're trying so hard to be funny. So you think I am funny then? So yeah, you think we're so funny and entertaining? Like that we're for like they're trying so hard to be funny and entertaining. Okay, yeah. Then you were like, wow. <laughs> Seems as if they're planning. I want to know what episode they listen to because that would be yeah. so funny based off of like. No, that's true. Like, if they think of how different things, that, like how many different things we yeah. talk about. Yeah. Like, what one did they listen to? What it couldn't have been like a nanny. Well, episode. I always talk about. So there was this the teacher at my work. We talked about him the one time on the episode. He said to me, he's like, I listened to one episode and like you guys were clucking like roosters at the beginning and I literally <laughs> listened. He's like, our turkeys at the beginning because I think it's like a Thanksgiving episode. He's like, I listened to maybe 10 minutes and I'm going to be honest with you, like I've never listened again. And he's like, I just enjoy talking to you in person. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. That like, so this person probably listened to that episode. Like they could they opened they it. They like, too oh. hard to be funny. We're like, <laughs> But happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's too forced. It's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But like, they must have been so affected by it that they like were like, I'm going to write a review. Like, Like, it takes a a minute. Yeah. No, it doesn't take that long. Everybody, please review. (laughs) (laughs) It literally takes only a minute. We have a lot of of five star reviews. But I feel like we, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm obsessed with looking at them. And that, I'm not joking when I say we only have two one star reviews. All the rest are five star. Okay, but now you're saying this and people are going to listen and be like annoyed that we're saying this and give us like a four. No, we're allowed to say this because we're not super successful. Oh, yeah. So we're allowed, if we were super famous, we can't be like, we have all five stars. But we're not. So we're allowed to like, yeah, we're medium. We're medium. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. Um, But yeah, anyways, not impressed. WS track nine. Give us another chance, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the title's not impressed. I know. <laughs> That's so Like, funny. they had to think of a title. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, okay, so you're in for a treat today with some wild stories of Kayla. I have a confession at the end of something I'm humiliated. I also have this weird, like, itchy rash thing on my forehead and my head, and I'm in a kind of a bad mood about it. It's really bothering me, so I'm in a slightly off mood. <sighs> Thanks for the update. I just, if anyone's like, well, I don't know if people are reviewing us one star here. <laughs> if anyone's going to not impress, I just want to let you know. See, this person's like the bane of my existence. Yeah. It's like this Now boy- you have to explain why your moods are the way yeah. they are. And then I, if I make a joke, I'm going to be like too insecure to like laugh too hard about yeah. that. So it seems not forced. Not it seems forced. medium, you know? Um, no, I just am kind of in an off mood today. It's bothering me. I feel me. so bad. It's I, just like I'm, this random spot on her head that just is so itchy. And it's like not itchy. It's it feels burning. Like it's, it feels like it's numb and it's on my and scalp. And then it, like the one day she woke up and there's a rash coming down her forehead. Yeah, it's like what's I'm falling apart here. And then I'm looking it up. And then it's like, you, do you have stress and anxiety? I'm like, I obviously. <laughs> but I have been okay. Wait, before we get into like the funny stories, I have been uh, like. You know, it's not all forced on this podcast. I have symbiotes too. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, like I think I've had the most anxiety ridden, stricken, whatever last two weeks that I have in like a really long time. Like Which I've, I, it's very valid. All your reasons of being stressed. Yeah. Should we tell them? Or <laughs> yeah, you can tell them. Okay. Like one, 
Um, I have like three shows which is so fun but like I have like to learn all this new music for it and I had to like memorize all the lyrics and stuff and like I'm really bad at memorizing lyrics so I've been like constantly just like working every day like panicking about it and that doesn't is this seem for the shows bad. in the summer no that oh. no oh god shows sorry, in sorry, two sorry. Days. <laughs> what shows the shows in two days what is it it's this one in Brampton it's sold out so it's at the Rose Theater but I have to like is it a Stacey K show? No, I have oh. to sing musical theater songs. What? Okay. Okay, the other thing I'm stressed about is, do you remember, I can't remember how many episodes ago that we talked about this, but there was an audition that I said was the most traumatic audition of my life, where I had to do like that dance call in front of people, and like, I was not she good at She felt like it. she was a, like the worst dancer of them all, and so she was mortified by it, and like triggered, like she thinks about it, and she's like, that was the most humiliating day of my life. It was like... In front of 40 people that were, like, also going for the same part. And, like, I, like, was, like, just trying so hard. And, like, I can't pick up choreography. It was just so but embarrassing. But then, then you also have to remember there's a whole singing part of it. So when she goes on and sings, it's the exact same for people in the singing aspect. But what I was trying to say is I think that, every like, yes, maybe I'm one of the be- stronger singers or whatever. But I feel like everybody's singing is, like, pretty up there, whereas my dancing, dancing was not the same. You know what I really mean? You're a really good dancer. No, but and I do I, understand. Sorry, I do think I'm a good dancer, and I do think that eventually I would yes. be good at it, but, like, I can't... It's having to learn it like, all so quickly. And, and then... I just need to, like, really point out to all you people listening what this stupid audition is like. You are in a room with 40 people that you know half of them because they're your peers. They are... You are in front of a panel of, like... 10 people watching you and they teach you a dance in like two seconds a complicated dance and then you have to go in a group of three immediately after and perform it for everybody it literally sounds like a nightmare and then me i don't remember all the parts so it's humiliating because like my arms are down when their arms are up yeah and usually there's like a strong day like you, you always get someone who's awesome in your group mm-hmm. of three or whatever and then the- and that is a talent in itself like being able to just pick up choreography like that yeah. is so like so easy for some people, but clearly it's not for you. So like, but I don't understand. But like, I guess if somebody sang me a song, I'd be able to that's sing, what it, I sing mean. it right after. But so you're telling, yeah, I guess that's just a skill that these people have. Because I'm like, does everyone just get it like so quickly? Yeah, like there are some dancers who are like not the strongest dancers, but are good at picking up choreography. Yeah, that's <laughs> annoying. It's just I just don't. Yeah, I just don't have it. Or maybe I, I could practice that more, but I focus on other skills in my mm. life. Whatever. So then, um, so that was for the Broadway audition and I didn't, like I made it to a callback, um, but I didn't make it on the, like I didn't get the part. Um, but I was like, whoa, that was the most traumatic thing, whatever. Then they bring this show to Canada. Okay. It's called, it's the musical is called Six and it, it is honestly like on paper, it is a perfect show for me. They, like the, the girl that played my part the one time was like this, like white curvy girl who like has this big belty voice, whatever. Like she, it I could play the part. Um, But they sent the choreography this time in advance. So we got to film a video. And um, I was like, oh, that's awesome because I can, like, take my time and learn it and then film the video. But another thing that happened is, like, I didn't have time. It's not like I just had all this free time. So, like, I also wish I would have spent more time on the choreography, but whatever. So I filmed this video, but there's this one part in the dance that you have to basically, like, you go, like, step step clap 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 and then you drop down and stand back up but you can't use your hands you have to like drop down your knees have to squat and then you have to stand back like it's a fast like like whatever right and I like since I was like 17 years old I've had this stupid knee thing that I cannot do squats and like even I remember in dance class at Sheridan I was like 20 years old and I was going to the doctor being like why can't I do this like and he was like you have this weird thing in your knee and like I think it's from an injury that I had in rugby like whatever so I can't do this one squat thing so in the audition video I was like I have to do something else so I just did this like cool pose and I didn't do the squat we get an email back they say we would like Stacy for a callback the final callbacks which is like really close you're in like the top whatever now and they go, but highly concerning, she didn't do the squat. It said, highly concerning, did not, like, opted out to do the squat move. Like, you must do the squat. It, well, it said they highly said concerning. They didn't know it. They didn't know why I didn't do it. Yeah. So then I, so then they're like, but we'd like you to come back in for an audition. And guess what this audition is? The exact repeat of that traumatic day. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do this all 
over again. Like, I know how traumatic it is because they teach you a new dance that you don't know, whatever. And then I emailed my agency back and I said, tell them, like, I cannot do the squat. Like, I'm not joking. Like, I go down. I just need to use, like, my hands to push off my knees. And then I start going down this hole of insecurity where I'm like, oh, my God, they must think it's because I'm, like, the bigger girl that I can't get up. And, like, they're thinking, they're looking at, oh, it's just, like, I keep, I'm going through this huge thing of insecurity. And then, So we, ha- we had to, like, go through pros and cons. We're like, is it worth it to do this? Whatever. And Stacey's like, yes, it is worth it to do it because this would be an amazing opportunity. Whatever. Long story short, like I would be, I would be working like I would be working like all year at like the biggest theater in Canada if I got the part. So she ended up emailing her manager, my agent, saying like, ask them if I can like slightly change that move, and they just said no, and now I'm not going to the callback. Yeah, but in a way, it's like it's kind of like a relief because it's like, okay, well now you know you don't have to be a part of that traumatic situation anymore. You were so stressed about it. I know, but but I always know like just because you're scared doesn't mean that you shouldn't do something. I know, so I'm saying whatever. But also too like. I cannot stop thinking about the fact that, like, my body, like, something in my knee is the reason that I can't potentially go for, like, a humongous opportunity. That's insane to me. Yeah, but that's, that's crazy. Like, could be anything. Like, you could not have something for another type of job. Like, it's just, it is what it is, and it wasn't meant to be, and, like... You would have you would have had to have been away from the dogs and the family for like a if, year. If I just could squat, I could potentially have the biggest. But role you in my also life. yes, you could if you could squat, you could have. But you also squat. have been through these auditions, and you could have had to do a million like ton more auditions and still not gotten it. Like you don't know just because you didn't get to do this no, doesn't mean you got no, the part. I got it, and it's just because I couldn't <laughs> squat. <laughs> you didn't get the part. No, so, I probably wouldn't have got it. Yeah, like exactly. it's not. But now it's at least that's taken off of you where you're not like so I just you never so stressed about going to this I audition. never miss out on opportunities if I'm scared or not scared or whatever you like still I, didn't I always do yes it. but you you were doing it they, they said, said you can you still can, they said you can still come and try it but the squat will need to be done but and, you can't you can't do the squat and you so. know they're gonna look at me at the yeah. squat part so it's fine it's done and over with and I, like you will have other opportunities you always you always have these situations where you have to pick one or the other or if you didn't do this, then you would have been able to do this. So it's yeah, but it's like, not because of uh, something wrong with me, though. Get over it. Oh my god, you're fine. Well, anyway, so that <laughs> is, it's really hard to. It's really just. It's just hard. It's just hard yeah, to like be like, oh my god, like I literally, and like it goes through all these insecurities, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I know they think it's because like Biggie can't squat. Oh my god, I thought you were like crying so hard. No, I was scratching <laughs> my <laughs> eye. I was scratching my eye. <laughs> Biggie, like, oh can't, <laughs> Biggie can't squat. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. So I'm like stressed about that, and then I'm I just get yeah, I'm just stressed about. I have a confession at the end that you guys will hear about my final stress, but it's part of my confession, so we'll talk about that later. Okay, Kayla, how about you talk about all the brawls you've gotten in at hockey? Okay, I haven't gotten in brawls, um, but there has been some really, really crazy things, and it's annoying because this just, like, for the, for anyone who was on Stacey's side about hockey before when she was, like, bashing it and saying she hates hockey so much and whatever and thinks it's a terrible sport, this will just, like what is the word like this will solidify your feelings I guess but Um, I also can I just clarify I don't think it's a horrible sport I think it's an awesome sport and it's super like there's lots of cardio involved and teamwork and whatever I just think the environment surrounding it is a negative one Mm -hmm. and there's no other sport that compares other than maybe like and I can I can see that I thought this whole time you've been saying like it's bad for Monroe because you you. Have I do set- think it's bad oh, for Monroe. Okay. I do because because um, this is what's happening in. But he in doesn't it. see any of this. Well, he does in the change room. So it, like, there's in stuff that happens room. in the change room all the time. Oh, that's like with other kids and, saying things. Yeah. yeah, but that but that can be with any sport. I'm just saying that I think that um, it, there, in all the other sports, it's not as intense as this, and people can try to fight me on that. But that's usually the people that like are in the hockey world. No, I think it is intense, but it's yeah, more I intense. Know. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, like, I'll tell you a couple situations that have happened in my first year of hockey. <laughs> so, um, Monroe, as you all know, he plays for a BB level, which is like literally the lowest level you can play for. He he made it on the A double A team, but then they moved it down to BB. So just to give you context, like this is literally one step above house league, and so it's like it's not intense. Like it's not this, these stories should not be happening. So. Um, the first incident was we, so like our, what is the word, arch nemesis, is a <laughs> city called Sarnia. 
they are, I cannot explain, literally the most disrespectful group of parents and children I've ever met in my entire life. So the first situation that happened, we were in Sarnia and we were all standing in the hallway, like you stand in the hallway to wait for your kids to get undressed. And I'm standing down there and this guy is walking by and he, I'm going to swear, mom and dad. Should I swear or should I just say? Yeah, I'll swear. Uh-huh. What, what, we don't swear on this podcast? <laughs> well, we just like mom and dad. Um, so he like walks by me and he's like, fucking bitch. And I'm like, <gasps> okay, so Stacey, like I was like, do you want me to tell the hockey story? She's like, you're going to be a Karen in this situation. No, no, what no, no, you- no. I, I was like, you're definitely a Karen now. As a joke, I think that you didn't do anything wrong other than put your kids in hockey. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he calls me an effing B. And just I'm walks like, by you and says it under his breath. Yeah. Sorry, effing bitches. Oh, okay. Because we were all there, oh, right? Oh, okay, okay. And actually, it wasn't even me. It was my friend. And she went, whoa. And he stops and turns around. And he looks at us. And he's like, you're in the way. Like, because we were standing in the hall. And I'm like, wait, what? And That's So insane. then this is when I step in, okay? And I'm like, what do you mean we're in the way? You couldn't have more room b- between us and the wall. <laughs> And then he turns around and he walks like right up to my face. Like I'm telling you like a hand length apart. And I was like, you need to step back. And so I like put my hand out in front of myself, like, like, like to his face. Trying to intimidate and you then, in his body language too. Yeah, oh and I was like, my God, you what need to idiot. step back. I said, don't ever get in my face like that. And then this is when I said, I said, you guys are literally insane. I said, you guys are so rude. You are so disrespectful. And then he's like, your team blew my fucking kid's knee out. And I was like, first of all, your kid's 10. Like, I don't even think that's possible to blow a knee out. <laughs> Second of all, I said, what does that have to do with us standing nicely in a hallway? I said, you are crazy. You need to turn around and walk away. And he's like, oh, you fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, just swearing, 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 whatever. So he leaves. So he I'm goes, all heated. He called you fucking bitches because he believes your team blew his child's blew knee his out. Blew his kid's knee out. This and did the, not happen. So oh the thing God. that with this team, they when they start losing, so if they're like a point behind, I think what the co- from what we've seen with experience, I think the coaches say to them, fall on the ice and pretend you're hurt so that people get penalties or whatever, right? You're saying you've noticed so that kids, it happens too consistently all the time. They're guaranteed mu- every time. So I would say, like, think of a game. I would say maybe, most likely, none of our kids get hurt through a whole game. Maybe one. Their team consistently, I would say, 10 to 13 players are on the ground hurt. So we have this, like, thing against Sarnia. Anyways, we Also, move the name on. Sarnia is ridiculous. When you think of the name Sarnia... It sounds like it sounds a magical, mi- oh, no, it sounds like I mean, a mythical land, like in Narnia, like, it's yeah. like Sarnia and all like the goblins from Sarnia are complaining and swearing at the girls. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every time, so in the season, we had to play Sarnia like four times. So every time that we played, there was always something. I wasn't involved. I was only involved in that one. <laughs> but there was always something where parents would fight with other parents on our team. It was just crazy. So we made it to the finals and in the finals was... Um, the two Kitchener teams, us and Sarnia. And I'm like, forgot, like, why Why does Sarnia have to be there? Anyways, so we, we go there, and we're, we had to play in St. Catharines over the weekend. Wait, can I ask a- you a question? Up to this point, had Sarnia ever beat you, or do they always lose? Um, No, we were, like, very equal. So okay, it was okay. like, we won one time, they won one time, we were tied one time. Okay, literally. I think we beat them, no, I think we beat them one extra time. Okay. So like uh, to we were in third place they were in fourth place. Oh okay. Coming into the finals. Um so we made it to the finals. We're there. Um we're like oh god Sarnia is here whatever. Like even to give you like an example. Like I was in a we were there's a restaurant in the um arena and I'm standing there and I like turn around and I'm like hi I'm like sorry are you using these chairs cuz we just needed an extra chair and it was one man sitting at a table of four. He's like uh I don't know. And I'm like okay, if you don't know, could I just, like, use one of these chairs? He's like, mm, we'll probably use them. And then I looked down at his shirt, and it just said Sarnia. And I'm like, oh, my God. Of that is course, so you rude. Like, let me chair. use this freaking chair. Also, I stood there for about 30 minutes because we just got a drink, and he never once used – no, no <gasps> chairs were used. Anyways, they're just very rude, very disrespectful. So we found out during the one game – this is so awful – the Kitchener team told us that at the end of their game, the kids were shaking hands and the Kitchener team have um, three uh, kids on it of color. And the Sarnia kids were high-fiving and called those kids of color the N-word. 
Did they call? Didn't they call everyone in line the N word or just those kids? No, just no. those kids. I, that, was, this is what I'm saying when you say Monroe, it doesn't hear these things. Like he heard it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that's not that like is, because of hockey. That is literally just like the way they were raised. No, but that I think no, but I horrible. think it has some sort of like the hypeness of the hockey thing, like makes them. My think- friends that I know that have played hockey guaranteed have never been called the N word in hockey. That like, is, this is not what horrible. It is so and they horrible. should have immediately been just dis- like immediately. T- kicked out. Like, and we found out it was the coach's kids. So we're like, this is, uh, when I found that out, I was so upset. And I'm like, I don't understand. So apparently the teams emailed the whole thing. They were like, yeah, we'll deal with it or whatever. Nothing was dealt with. This is what I'm saying. And I feel like that's a hockey thing. Like they just let them in it. Anyways, so it was so horrible. Like when we found that out, apparently they, like the one kid took his stick and just like smashed it over the guy's head. Like they are Who did? Who did? A Sarnia kid kid did it on the Kitchener team. Like whatever. So the Kitchener team oh was God, talking to so us being sad. like our goal is just to get Sarnia out because they're so crazy whatever so um <laughs> so we had our coach provided us with a blow horn and the team like the when you're cheering for the kids it's really fun tons of teams have blow horns like it's really fun it's just it gets the kids really pumped whatever so long story short uh we beat Sarnia it was like the best thing ever we beat Sarnia and the guy, the dad on our team's blowing the air horn and whatever. And this massive guy on Sarnia comes around. So I'm I'm at this point not standing beside Chris. I'm like a couple down from him. And Chris is standing beside the dad on our team with the air horn. This massive guy comes around and he starts like talking to the guy, our parent on the team with the air horn being like, you fucking idiot, you blah, 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 blah. <sighs> saying that the air horn was the reason why Sarnia lost, which makes zero sense. Why did our team not get startled by the air horn? If it's like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's no and startling he only here. presses it, you said when they like, when they score, when they save or whatever. Yeah. So, um, he, this guy starts like lipping off the dad on our team, whatever. Chris decides five foot five, Chris turns around <laughs> And he's like, Wait, is he five foot five? Yeah, five foot six. Sorry, five foot six. Okay, Kevin Hart's five foot five. <laughs> he always says I'm one inch taller than Kevin Hart. Um, so Chris decides to turn around, and I I then like look over, and Chris is like, "You guys, Mandy, my friend Mandy told me this after. He's like, you guys are the fucking scum of the earth." He's Chris like, said the effort too. Yes, he's like. <sighs> You guys, he's like, everybody hates you here. You should hear how people talk about you. You guys are such idiots. Nobody likes you. Whatever. I can't believe Chris, Chris never like, ever talks. Never. So I, so he just like got this lost like, it, lost it. And this guy is ma- like this guy. I'm telling you is probably six foot three, huge. He was like, almost a foot guy. taller than Chris. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like me and Chris together was his height. <laughs> and so this guy's just, so Chris is just going at him, going at him, going at him. And then this guy's like, Yeah, bro, you want to step outside? And Chris is like, Let's go. Like, just like crazy. And he's like, Yeah, you tough guy, you tough guy, whatever. So then I decide to step in because, well, because Chris is like, Let's go. And I'm like, Okay. So I step in. I like pushed, I put my arm in front of Chris. And then all of a sudden, I'm at the front of the line. Oh, God. (laughs) Here's Kayla, everybody. So I come in and I'm like, there are kids around because Leo was sitting right there and this guy's like swearing, swearing, Once swearing. again, you say so my kids don't I, see I know, it. I know. So then I was like, I'm like, there are kids around. You need to leave right now. I said, you guys are like the biggest losers. I said, you are the definition of trash, which I probably shouldn't have said. But then the- Oh, that was the thing. That was the bad thing. <laughs> so then this woman turns around and she's like, they're not worth our time. I'm like, you're not worth our time. So I'm like scared. And then all of a sudden, all the moms come and like they're all backing me up. All the dads are up. So I'm in the front. I'm like flowing my, flinging my arms around. I'm like going full Jerry Springer mode. Oh my God. And then the the man turns around and he's like, you're a whore. <gasps> I should have like lifted my shirt or something when he said that. No, like, I, I just said, like, I said he <laughs> should have taken her boobs out and went, suck up the whore. <laughs> and just like lift up my shirt. No, but he called me whore, and Chris didn't hear that. And Chris is like, if I heard that, I'm like, what, Chris? What? Yeah, what would you're you gonna do? You're going to go that? out and fight this six-foot-three man? If I man? heard that, I yeah. would have got him. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then, but I actually was like shocked. Like Chris was in this mode that I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if you took him outside. So he said, "You're a whore. You're a whore." And I was like, "There's kids," because Leo was sitting right there, and it was stressing me out. And I was like, "Get out! Get out!" And I'm like screaming, whatever. Everyone's behind me. Then these this man like turns around. And he like get, he like hit something on the way by and walks out. Whatever. So that was our first Sarnia fight. Oh my gosh. Then wait. They leave. How does everybody react after? Like everyone's well, everyone's all there. like heated. Everyone's heated. Everyone's like, whoa, that was wild. And then we went out in the hallway. And we're waiting for them. Then him and the air horn dad got into <laughs> it again, one more time. So they're standing in the hallway. And then I turn and I was like, oh, it's go time again. And then Chris literally like held me back. He's like, Kayla, don't get involved. And then I, was, <laughs> I just wanted to like say my one last thing or whatever. <laughs> and so then that finishes. Whatever. Sarney was out. We got them out. So they're done. Bye. Like drive home. You're good. So then Kitchener's all like, oh my God, I'm, we're so glad you got Sarnia out. Like, they are so disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. Going on about how, you know, it's just good fun. It's just, it's fun to cheer on your team. It's fun to use air horns, blah, blah, blah. We get an email that night saying, the convener has asked that there are no air horns. A team has emailed and said that they do not want air horns there, whatever. So we're like, clearly it was Sarnia that emailed. Our coach says, disregard we're bringing the air horn we're like perfect so we go to the game and you're saying sorry i think that's in my head i'm like just don't bring the air horn that's ridiculous but you're saying other teams have an air horn so why can't you have everyone air has horns? air horns you should while this fight was happening it was like in the background <laughs> like everyone has air horns horns it's not a big deal so we get to the team with sarnia i mean with kitchener and kitchener's in a really good team so we're sitting there. We think we're all, like, friends. We're all good because we had our, like, connection with how much we hate Sarnia. So we think we're, like, friends. We're all good. Whatever. We walk in. We're saying hi to everyone. Whatever. <laughs> the, <laughs> the the kids come on. They start skating around. The parent on the team's like, Bruh! with the air horn. All of the parents, like, at the same time just, like, turn their heads. So they're the ones that sent the they're email the for sure. The the well, how, we know it now for sure. <gasps> so then... The one mom is like, you need to, or sorry, the one, this old man on the side was like, you need to kick him out. Not even like get rid of the air horn, fully just kick him out. <laughs> and they're, the convener's like, no, like I, I'm not allowed to kick him out. It's fine or whatever, right? So the rest are going around, like skating around on the ice, the parents blowing the air horn, whatever. And the parents are fuming at this point. And so... This these parents are like known for bringing the loudest like in like I don't know what to call them they're like cowbells um like just every type of noisemaker yeah, they have noisemakers. and it's so funny because the whole year we were known as the team to just be like the crappy parents that never cheered like we cheered but we never had instruments we never had air horns we never had soundmakers and every yeah, team other teams did. would have like signs the and so whatever Kayla made a sign for this time and a sign <laughs> we brought noisemakers air horns whatever so it's so funny that. Like, the one time we bring an air horn, we're being, like, screamed out. Like, crazy. Mark said he was shocked that they allow air horns because at volleyball, you're not allowed them. Yeah. I remember basketball, people would bring air horns all the time. Okay. Um, And so <laughs> the game starts, and it's, like, so equal. So it's, like, Kitchener scores, we score. Kitchener scores, we score. And it's, like, neck and neck, whatever. And whenever we would score, the parent would blow the air horn. And... The one mom on the team, she's the the goalie's mom, and she's super obnoxious, okay? Like, the most, think of the most obnoxious human being you can possibly think of. And I feel like she's just, like, always, like, red. Like, her skin is always just red. Like, she's just always so heated you and angry. She looks like, and, a, like miserable, and like her red, cheeks are red. Angry, red, obnoxious human being. And her husband is the coach, and their kid is the goalie. And this goalie is unreal. He is amazing, which is so annoying. Yeah. And when she rings this cowbell, <laughs> she's ringing it so hard that you can't even hear the cowbell because it's hitting so hard that it's not making a noise. <laughs> so she's taking her arm and like not like think of a punching motion. So a cowbell, you're supposed to ring it just with it's your like, wrist, ding, a ding, flick ding, of the ding, wrist. Ding, ding. She has her full forearm and like punching it in the air that it's not even working. It's going like do, do, and do, do. she her mouth like opens like. Like as wide as a normal face would be. Like she's <laughs> like her mouth is going so wide and she's screaming and going 
that I've never heard before and I'm literally like I, I said to Chris like why do I let people like this affect me so much like I'm fuming at this point because she's so obnoxious and so <laughs> I we think would you don't know how funny I think it is that she hits the cowbell so hard cowbell so hard that you can't hear you the can't, sound because I know exactly what ding. she means like if you hit something too hard on Instagram it it'll doesn't be like, ding doo, doo, doo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's punching it as hard around as she's doing it she's, she so, she's so proud so of cool. herself Yeah. every time so our team would go up and shoot on her goalie like the sun right and every time he would save she'd punch the the thing with no sound and she'd go holy moly what a goalie and i was like with her red face screaming and then she'd be like (laughs) but hold it for as long as she possibly could so at this point i'm like not even paying attention to the game i'm just fuming at her and i'm like i need to move away but i was like i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything so then um, then a ref comes over. I hate, holy moly, what a goalie. I hate oh, it so much. I hate it. Okay, go, go, go. And so then at this point, like the kids would score and they'd come over to the glass and do like a crying motion, like looking at our, us parents being like, mm, like making so, fun so of wait, us. So wait, so Kitchener would score. They'd come over to the glass and to do like our a section. Wee, wee, wee yeah, motion like with their to hands. The, but the parents. To us. <laughs> So, and then at this point, I was, like, pointing on the glass so hard to be like, don't you act like that. Like, it was making me so mad. Wait, you were trying to yell at the kids to do the glass? I was tapping the glass while he's doing the crying emotion. I was like, don't you act like that. And so, then, so, the um, parent, the obnoxious one, right? So, this is where our parent got a little bit, he, he listens to this podcast. He maybe shouldn't have hey. said a couple of these things. So he started, he was so mad because we then found out that it was the Kitchener team that wrote the email about the horn. Traders. And every time we'd blow the horn, they'd call the refs over and ask them to kick Cam out. So he was. I didn't even know you could call refs over. You can't. Okay. But it's the coaches. So the coaches would call them over. Then the mom would call them over, whatever. So. And these refs are how old? 16? No, these ones were adults. Okay. These were full, like, men. Okay. So our parent. Starts being like, holy moly, what a goalie. Like mocking them, which I'm like, oh, God, you shouldn't be doing this, right? So this is getting it all triggered. So then he starts like blowing the air horn, whatever. Okay. Like doing that. The parents are getting tri- triggered. The parents are getting triggered. So then the kid comes over, does the crying thing again. And, and <laughs> the parent on our team turns and he's like, He's like, good job, parents. Good job. This is what you're raising. These these kids are, are who you're raising, blah, blah, blah. And the the mom, like the red mom, the red mom. turns and she's like, think about the children. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> if you didn't hear me, I said, think about the children. But literally like the highest. And she was like shaking. Think and it was like she was walking children. over with her cowbell, like shaking and being like, think about the children. And I literally, Stacey, my mouth, my mouth was, like, I open wide. I was flabbergasted. Like, I couldn't even. I was in such shock. So she's, like, walking over all obnoxiously, whatever. Her and the parent are in a full fight. All the other parents get in, and I'm just standing there because I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm not getting involved in this one again today. Like, I better back out of this one. Yeah, so I'm just standing there, not saying anything, and these parents are going at it and it's like getting worse than Sarnia's fight and I'm like what the frig is happening and so then the convener comes over he then says we need to remove the air horn the other parent on our team says show me a he goes there's signs saying that you can't have air horns he's like show me the sign that says you can't have air horns okay, you guys are obsessed they with walk the air out. horn well because the coach literally was like you are bring-. he provided it the coach so then we go, the guy the parent goes out the guy's like okay there's no signs and he's like perfect we'll be using the air horn he walks back in <sighs> oh my whatever God. but the whole point of this was that it could have been just like a fun innocent game where the they make a save they score we blow the air horn it, he was not being obnoxious with it and it was caused like the fact that they emailed about this air horn and then they got into this like huge brawl over it and then the red mom wrote in her notes what what our parent was doing and like banged on the glass as hard as she could <laughs> called the ref over and held her phone up 
in the glass for the ref to read what and it was said happening. like parent is blowing air yeah. horn yeah, yeah yeah and causing fights and whatever but like why are you calling the you ref said she was so proud she kept like looking back looking at the audience over, like like yeah guys see what i'm doing i <laughs> i said to chris i'm like why do parents like this why are they capable of affecting me like stacy i want I, this is gonna sound like super aggressive but i just like I just want to like punch her in the back of the head or something. Oh like I, my she God. was you're just so, as bad as them. But I didn't do anything. I kept it in. Yeah, and I'm not talking about it, it later. No, no. The last time I did it because Chris was about to go outside and fight a six foot five human being. That's why I got involved in it. This time I'm like they can do their thing and I'll just sit, stand here and watch. Think about the children. <laughs> and like shaking. <laughs> but the worst ending was Kitchener won. <laughs> they got they us did. out. Yeah, by one goal. Oh no! <clears throat> I know. But anyways, I was. What was, I was Leo doing this whole time? Oh, playing on his iPad, like not even paying attention. Okay. Um. But then, uh, yeah. So their season is over. <laughs> but I, like, I'm. I. I just. I can't imagine what these parents are going to be like when they're like 15. Like right now, they're 10, playing on the lowest level you can play on. What are you going to be like? This is someone said to us, our Aunt Cindy said to us yesterday, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. But I'm saying I don't get involved unless they come at me. Mark I'm said, never start it. Mark said, how much money, Stacy, would someone have to pay you to put your kids in hockey? And I said $30,000. And he said well, $20,000. if you pay me that $30,000, that would be great because it costs like 10000 Yeah, it's ridiculous. 5000 each. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Mom was mind blown at that. I just think that it's... Um, it's going to damage my nephew somehow. Okay, but this is what I was saying to Stacy: is like 90% of the time, I don't tell her any of the good stories because it's boring. No, I no, tell no. you all of the I crazy- I know there's good, but I think that the bad- There's a lot out- of good. I know, but I think that you could put them on in any other sport and it wouldn't be as aggressive. Maybe football. But I think that like, and I'm not talking about physical aggressive on the ice. I'm saying like, I think that- in like soccer or volleyball or something like that like there's no way that the change room and the um parents and stuff are as like crazy as hockey maybe not yeah so why hockey why why do ha- does it have to be the hockey? boys love it make them love something else but they don't say racial well i'm sure they're everyone's racist everywhere but remember I'm when like- i was a soccer coach how i had to talk to all the parents because they were swearing on the field and saying the rudest things <sighs> yeah. ever it's just parents and the way they raise their kids I can't protect them forever. I'm doing the best that I can, and Monroe has made some of the best friends he'll ever have in his I have an life. idea. Put him into dance. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you tried? Yeah. And, and he was really bad at it? Yeah, he was so bad. And he's we like, thought he was going to be so good at hip-hop. I thought like that was his calling. He was horrible. Remember, he's like, why do I need dance lessons? I already know how to dance. And we were, and you were like, Monroe, you're gonna learn more. And then he went he in freestyle, and he would, yeah, he was good at freestyling <laughs> only. And then they would tell him to like step to the right, step to the left, and he absolutely could not do it. He was like off. He was yeah. like doing a weird face. He's so bad, staring at it. back at us as he was doing it. He was so bad at dancing. Yeah, we you took him out. <laughs> you oh, did yeah. put him in. He was again. in it one year, and we were done. Yeah, but that was intense. Oh my god, you should have seen the parents there. And I'm like, they are four. Like they were at intense. the dance dancing thing? dance world oh is, my God. but dance and cheerleading world is also true. wild. True, 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 true. I don't know. I just I think that I I I do agree with you. Clearly, I've been in two brawls in one year, so I think that yes. Yeah, like what's gonna happen when he's like 13, 14, 15? I think like, I just whoa. need to take a step back. I almost came to the horror game. <sighs> I wish I was there. I, I would have loved it. I would have like, filmed it for the pod. They called me a whore. I know. Can you imagine? I'm just like in the front, and I had like two like space buns in my head. Oh yeah, you look jean like jacket on. Yeah, I'm like, get out. Like I literally was like full Jerry Springer. You thought you looked so cool. In your no, jean I jacket. didn't. Yeah, you put your jean jacket on for the fight you got in at um, Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes. Yeah, always the jean jacket. Is the always jean jacket's a good call. your lucky <laughs> charm. Oh my god, and I just got in a fight at Popeyes. That's so embarrassing. I swear though, I don't bring this stuff on. The no, guy most, started most people it. would Popeye just most people it. would just say just don't put the air horn on. Who cares? Don't put the and air horn on. So well, I didn't do it. 
actually I was like give me the air horn <laughs> like at one point because I wanted to just like blow it in their face um, and it's so funny because there's like these two parents on our team that like are so like oblivious to what's going on they never like are a part of the fights whatever and like they came in at one point and they were and then the team started fighting like with Kitchener and she was like oh my god and she was standing there and she was like um, go go Hawks go and she was so stressed <laughs> trying to like sound out what was go- she didn't want to hear any of it oh my god and it was like I loved it I'm like I could be like that yeah but you're like I don't bring on any of it but it's like you're you don't bring it on but you're the first one in line to solve it and my man oh my god he could have held his own Uh, no in this state I think he could have he was freaking like my one friend was like I've never seen Chris like that I've never even seen him like cause any problems or anything that would usually be you Okay. Well, that is a very nice story. <laughs> so you just sign your kids up for hockey. Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I was there, but instead I was trying to squat and, <laughs> and couldn't. And then I had to ruin my dreams. Lizzo didn't call me either. For that Lizzo audition, Lizzo didn't call me. <laughs> I didn't get That's called. That's crazy because to me that like it couldn't be more perfect for you. Didn't get called. Did I, did I say that that I was auditioning for that? On yeah, you? you said it on our Instagram. Yeah, I auditioned for the Lizzo um, Big Girls singing troupe, and I auditioned. I thought I did a good video. They didn't call me. That's mind blowing. You're the definition of that show. You're like you're a big. You're so girl. big. How could you not have gotten it? <laughs> no, yeah, I I uh, didn't get a call for that, but that's okay. Living life to the fullest. Um, okay, wait. First, before we move on to the end, to my confession, where I'm going to talk to you actually about why I'm insecure. Um, can we talk about what show are you watching? Can we just do a quick segment? Mm-hmm. What show are you watching? Okay, I am watching this show that um, a person recommended to me a couple years ago because it's not brand new. It's called The Servant. And I was too scared to watch it by myself, so I'm um, right now. I'm actually off of work to take care of mom, um, and mom and I decided to start watching this show together. And okay, it is about okay. So this is just like let me just like give you a quick example or a quick synopsis. A mom loses her child, like her her baby dies, and she ha- she goes in like a severe psychosis state. So a therapist tells um and her family decide to give her this like fake baby doll for like a month to just see if she can like it can help her cope with it, which sounds like really weird. And she has this fake baby doll, but she's so invested in this fake baby doll that she like hires a nanny. And this nanny is just as much involved in it. So, like, um, the mom leaves for work for the first day with, and the nanny's with home with the baby, but the husband's a at-home, like, cook. And he so thinks it's ridiculous. Home. He thinks it's ridiculous. So the mom leaves, and he's like, okay, you can set the baby down. Like, we know that, like, sh- that this isn't real. And the nanny's like, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's just, like, is still holding the baby and, like, taking him for walks and, like, feeding him and talking to the baby like it's a real baby. So this guy is like, what the frig? Like, why is this nanny doing this? And then he's like, you can drop the act. Like, stop. Like, we know that this is a fake baby. And she's just, like, looking at him like he's crazy. And so then at the end of the episode, I'm just going to, like, say this part he like goes in the room and or sorry there's like a a baby monitor set up and the nanny's like make sure I'm gonna go for a walk like listen for for the baby and he's like okay like you're insane and then she leaves and he's like at home cooking or whatever and then he hears like a cry in the monitor and he like looks at it and he's like no no no, I'm just like going crazy like what's happening whatever and like he hears another cry and he goes up into the room and there's just a real baby in there what? <laughs> I don't get it. But then we were like, wait. So now what I'm realizing, because we only have one more episode to the end of the. Oh, so you know what happened. I know. Well, no. Oh, then remember I looked so it up. You looked I forgot. This up. I looked it up. So Stacey, yeah. what she looked up and is 100% Because I Sorry. Sorry. I didn't watch it with them. She just told me this first episode and I was like. You were intrigued. I was intrigued. So then I was like, wait, I'm not going to watch it. She already told me this. So I'm just going to look up what happens. And I forget. Okay. No, no, no. What you looked up is 100% right. It's like you will be so confused the whole first season and the finale will explain it all so there are so many things that have happened that I'm like what the freak it is like a but wait mind- you haven't watched the finale yet no so hopefully I'm right like hopefully it does 
explained it all? Well, yeah, because I couldn't be more confused right now. But it's really, really good. And there, it's 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 not, like, too scary where you're – like, I'm not – scared because I thought I was going to be <laughs> way too easily. scared to watch it but it's not super scary it's very okay can I just explain one episode to you because I know this will scare you yes go what Mark, was that Mark's here. that just scared me so much okay it scared me so much like I can't explain how much it scared me uh, it's not a scary show but this part scared me <laughs> this uncle shows up because basically this nanny has like no family and they're like who like this guy's like investigating her now because she's weird obviously because she's like taking care of this he thinks she stole a baby yeah well yeah they're like well he's like yeah did you steal this baby whatever and she's like i don't know what you're talking about so we don't know if he's crazy or she's crazy like we don't know who's the one that's like imagining yeah 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 yeah. all of a sudden this man shows up and he's got like shoes on that like his feet are showing through the shoes like he looks like homeless and his feet are so dirty his hands are so dirty whatever it's the nanny's uncle basically what we get from it is like this uncle is so mean and i think he like beat her or something like when she lived with back yeah. home and he's this massive man and okay i can't explain how scary i found this so the mom's like feeding them <laughs> dinner this isn't the scary part and she like fed him this like really good like chicken dinner because she like it takes him in her home and she's like hi like it's so nice to meet you whatever and he's like taking his napkin and like wiping off all the sauce on the chicken and like squeezing it out because he like hates what she made or whatever and then he's like eating it he's so disrespectful so rude he says to the nanny he's like get up and clean the things whatever so then <laughs> then the ron weasley's the brother he's whatever his name is ron weasley yeah, yeah. he's the brother so he's like why did you let him in in your home and she's like i know what i'm doing like leave me alone it's fine whatever and the um, all of a sudden ron weasley's like okay i'll sleep on the couch so he d- he doesn't like do anything weird because i don't know who this man is whatever he gets up and like looks in the guy's room and the guy's not there and he's like oh my god he's somewhere in the house like where the frick is he he goes in the baby's room the baby is on the floor and the man is in his crib (laughs) stacy i was so scared (laughs) this giant man was like curled up in the crib and put the baby on the ground Tell me that's not the scariest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, no, no, no. And I was, I said, mom, is that not? And she, mom's like, that's creepy. Like, it was. Does that sound scary or no? Yeah, no it does. It does. It's like, I didn't know that that was going to be. He was in the crib. I didn't know that was going to be the punchline. It's such like a oh. psychological, messed up, like freaky. Well, I hate that he was in the crib. He's in the crib and he's like all dirty and gross. Oh, oh my God. It was so scary. You get scared by the weirdest like Can scenes. you imagine? Can you picture that? Like yeah. going in and the man just. Oh, <laughs> like, Where is he's not in the bed or whatever. <gasps> oh my God. Anyways, this show's really good. It's creepy. It's kind of creepy. We haven't watched the season finale, so I might have a completely different opinion on it tomorrow yeah, or whenever I watch <laughs> yeah, it. We'll see. But it's really good right now. I better freaking explain everything because nothing is explained right now. Okay. Okay. What show are you watching? So my friend Adam Christie, who's a stand-up comedian star in Canada, he um, recommended. He's like, I think there's a show that like you specifically are really gonna like, and it's called the show is just called Paul T. Goldman. Okay, and I'm like, never heard of it in my life. It's almost indescribable, but I do have to say I recommend this to people who like have my specific like interests and sense of humor. But basically it's this man who um had these crazy stories happen to him in his in his this life. This is real life. This is real life. It's a documentary, sort of. It's it is a, a documentary. It you is, confused me when you said that. It's a documentary, but he's also making a movie within the in documentary. The documentary. But he's a very strange character, and the this director and producer, like the the producers of like the Seth Rogen team and stuff, they basically have agreed to make all this man's like scripts and movies. And he said he claims they're all true. And his wife was like um, a prostitute, and then she had a pimp, and then they had this whole like um, like ring, like like this like sex trafficking thing and whatever. 
but but he, he he's expo- like nanny like he starts the whole thing saying like this is a hundred percent true so and basically it would be like nanny going to these producers being like I want to I want a documentary but within the documentary I want to make a movie about my life so nanny would say like flies actually are crawling out of my back and, and then, then they would act in a movie that flies were crawling out yeah. of my back and then the thing is half of it's a documentary and half of it shows the movie that he's making or whatever but he is such a character and they know it so it slightly is like making fun of him in a way but they just uncover like so many things like everything he's saying like they figure out like if it's true or not and like he's just so and he wrote a book about this he's so excited to be there and it's just (laughs) i like i can't even explain i can't even explain it i just i watched the first episode and it is really like it's it's not, it's not even funny. No, it's, it's not just funny. like fascinating watching this guy knowing that he's a real human being. Like this isn't fake. I was Kayla like, there's, said no there's no way that this is real. And then I researched him like for so long, and he he's done like this no, is he is done nothing. If you think he, Kayla thought it was so wild, there's no way that this man is real. He it's has almost to like be doing a Tiger King. It's like Tiger King. You know how that guy? Yeah, like it's just. You such think a, like there's like, no like, way there's, Tiger King character man yeah, is real? Like he must be acting. He's not though, and yeah. this guy Paul T. Goldman is not acting, and he is like it's just like you watch him. He's he's like literally like a character. He reminds me of um, Michael Scott's character in um, The Office. No, in um, the movie with Paul Rudd that I love. Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, Dinner for Schmucks. He yeah. looks yeah, and acts kind of. like the character in Dinner yeah. for Schmucks. He's just like, yeah, like he's like smart, but not the smartest dude in the world. And he's just like, there's a part where there's a really serious scene from his life and he's so excited to be on camera <laughs> that he's smiling so big. And they're like, Paul, you're going to need to stop smiling because this part in your life was like really traumatic. And he's like, okay, got it, director. <laughs> and then they're like, action. And he just can't stop smiling. And they're like, you have to think like when you were actually living this, like you weren't smiling. And, and he's he like, was- yeah, yeah, very good point. Very good point. <laughs> and then they go action and his smile can't be bigger. He he's can't just so handle excited. how excited he is to be on set. Like, and it's- there's six episodes and each episode is like 35 minutes or something no it's like an hour long i think each My, episode. the first one was 30 minutes. oh maybe okay yeah. well anyway and then they have like really famous actors that they hired for the movie that he's making and they are they're all in shock that he's the star of the movie anyway yeah you you it have is to watch really it. i watched one and it's very interesting. it's like napoleon dynamite in real life yeah. um anyway so that was my recommendation okay so um I just want to say, first of all, closing off this season, thank you so much to all of our listeners. We love doing this podcast so much, and it's because of the people that like commit and listen and tell your friends to listen and stuff is the reason that we can still continue to do this, and we just like love it so much. And I like I would never trade it for the world. So I love you, Gila. <laughs> I love you um, would you like me to tell my confession that I'm insecure about now? Yeah. Okay, so... When you organize your own show, it is the most stressful thing ever. This is also probably why I have hives all over my face right now. But, um, <laughs> like, basically, like, when you ha- when you get hired to do a show, it's, like, th- the organizers and promoters and stuff will sell the tickets. And, like, you don't even have to worry about it. But um, at the Alma Combo in Toronto, it's, like, an iconic, amazing, amazing venue. And people, like, when you do a show there, you basically are, like, in charge of, like, selling tickets and stuff. So I have all these amazing bands lined, lined up. I have all these, like, like it's going to be, like, one of the best shows ever. The new songs, new music, so whatever. Excited. It's going to be so good. Kayla's going to be there. Like, it's going to be amazing. And um, so many people have told me that they're coming, and I'm so pumped. And then I, this is my confession, I I contacted the, like, the boss or whatever at the venue. See- Say the what the goal is. How so many? the goal, like I want to, I want to sell three hundred tickets, and I contacted the person, and um, the tickets have been on sale for like a week or whatever. And then I was like, hey, can you give me an update on like the ticket sales? And they were just like, yeah. So like as of yesterday, it was eight, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, eight, like just eight. And she was like, yeah, it was eight, and I'm like, like Stacey can't a- even go check herself. She has to call for. An I update. have to text them for an update, and I said, are you kidding me? Are you, is this an error? I actually had to type, is this a, did you do a typo or is it actually eight? <laughs> and then she said, yeah, like weird, right? But like maybe people just haven't got their tickets yet, which is the case because I know all the people that have told me that they're coming have not bought their tickets yet. Yeah. But as the person organizing it, like you can't do a show if you only sell eight tickets. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm like, I said to her, this is humiliating. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that I asked you this. And she was like, well, maybe you could 
call Cardinal Fischel, like the guy that gave me the golden buzzer on Candace Gontal. And I was what? Like, she's like, maybe you could ask him to tell people about the show. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, so then I'm like, oh my God. Then I started seeing the number eight everywhere after that. I was like, oh my God, it's haunting me. <laughs> it's like, awesome. I was driving, it was like eight, eight, eight. Then eight was just flying around everywhere. And I'm like, I cannot, I could not sleep that night. I'm like, are you kidding me? Eight <laughs> tickets? <laughs> Eight, <laughs> and I said to her like, "Do you know who the eight are?" She's like, "Why does that matter?" No. Yeah, but you I said who, know. You said, "Do you know?" I'm who just the eight like are. curious who the eight are. Like, is it your? There are four bands performing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a lot of bit. No, I'm sorry. There's five bands performing. One, two, three, four, five bands performing. And it could be like each of their partner or something. <laughs> And it's like not even like I'm just saying like that's in, that's shocking. And then Stephen, my best friend, who's the band after me, he said, "Oh well, Laura just got two tickets. That's his girlfriend." I said, like, "So she's two of the so so, so I wonder who the other six are." <laughs> I said, "Okay, yeah. well we know who twenty five percent of the sales are then." She literally his girlfriend was twenty five percent of the sales at two tickets. So anyway, that was like when they first started going on sale. I'm way too embarrassed to ask for another update <laughs> <laughs> because but the thing is i basically emailed everybody being like uh hey guys we could get these videos out here like i don't know what to do and then another thing that they keep doing is the club keeps paying for um uh promotion on cp24 which is like a like yeah. a new morning news show here and all it says is just stacy k l macombo which like what like what how, is that gonna how do is that gonna anyone? help the, yeah. not a, not even a video of me singing yeah just Stacey K. I would K. never look at a thing. Just text. Like, let me look up this Stacey K. Let me look up this random text in the corner <laughs> under the weather. Yeah. Like it says, <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's this outside raining today, Stacey K. Omicombo. <laughs> like, that's not going to help at all. So anyway, I just have to say, all week, okay, so just to feel bad for me first, all week I've been going through a major insecure time being like, <laughs> I cannot just- squat. I cannot get people out to see a concert. I can get only eight people out to see five of the best bands in the city. <laughs> like, I just have, ha- I'm just like, well, clearly I'm not. I, like, I, I- haven't bought my tickets yet. And I- <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kayla. <laughs> no, literally all week though I've been like, I know this is not true, but I've been like, I am not successful. This is a fail. I should go no, into account- and you have like Mama I should become too, something else. There are going to be people that buy it at the door and well, not beforehand. Don't do that because it's <laughs> way more expensive at the door, and also you're gonna give me a freaking heart attack. <laughs> There's no need to wait for the door. Just get it in advance. It's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Like um, all these door people. Anyway, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would actually love for you guys to come to the show. Like, I, I, it's gonna be such it a is good show. It's gonna be so fun. There, we have. We just found out that we're gonna have special guests. The girl from American Idol that sang with Sarah Bareilles. Oh my god! I casually just showed Stacy the one day. I'm like, Stacy, you need to look at this girl on TikTok. I think she's one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life. Show her. Stacy's like, that's my friend. Messages her and says, Do you want to sing with me at the what's Alma it called? Combo. Alma Combo. And she's like, Yes. Like I'm. A massive her fan name of is, hers. Her name is Nicolina Bazo. She has 113,000 followers. If she could share she the show, is, that'd be great. Yeah, why don't you ask her? To, I'm going to, to promote it. She she is one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life. She's coming up as a guest. Tafara Anthony is performing new songs that he's never performed before. You have like the best bands you've ever heard. Like I'm telling you, it's going to be such a good show. Yeah. And I honestly just think it's like nowadays it's just like social media and like your Instagram posts because like the thing that we're po- uh, we're like promoting it on is like Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Not everyone sees it. So yeah. I was I was personally messaging people being like hey what, what do you do in april 29th <laughs> yeah and they were like good friends of mine that did not see my post i know so. and i also think that you should i know you have in your instagram bio like your website but can you just like post just uh, make it the ticket just make like, it the tickets because yeah. yesterday i was trying to buy them and i was like how the heck do i buy these and then i ended up figuring it out on your and website. then you, you didn't click on buy tour. them no i didn't have my card on me and i was like damn it because okay. i had to Oh, no, no, sorry. That's a full lie. I had my card on me. I didn't at first have my card on me, and I was like, frick, I have to go get it. I got it, but then I didn't know if it was just Chris and I or if it was mom going, So and it was too late to call mom. Good story. So I didn't know if I should get one or two tickets, but I'll just buy two <laughs> just in case. Oh, God, and we'll have <laughs> 10 tickets sold. <laughs> oh, my And I'm dying gosh. to know the update, but I like you're too embarrassed to ask her. Just to ask her. Okay, I did. I did, I have a confession. I did ask for an update. What is it? It was like thirty. Oh, that's that's no. 
30 kilo and no that, that still has that it wasn't, I have that it. wasn't recent that was like right after actually but like it was like I asked for the eight and then she updated it to like 30 and then how I was many like, days later like a day later oh I went well, that's yeah good. but it's been a week now I need to sell 300 <laughs> and she said and just so you know like we don't get paid money unless we sell tickets so I will have to this is oh my god this is gonna be so embarrassing I'll have to say to the band's like hey guys like we well, didn't sell enough. We didn't sell enough, so here's your nickel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do they know that, though? Like, agree? Yeah, they know. Oh, okay, that's good. But I was like, well, I said, when I asked them, I said, it'll be a decent payout. We're going to sell out for sure. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I'm buying it'll my be, two it, right now. It'll honestly be a, a fantastic night. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, I will get out of this weird mood. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna live life to the fullest. Don't worry about squatting. I'm gonna sell tickets, and we have an awesome, fun podcast together. And we will talk to you probably in two weeks from now, and we'll give you an update. That will be after the show. Maybe we should do an episode next week so I can promote it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you soon, and we're so excited. Um. Before you leave, I would like to show you a glimpse of the entertainment you can receive at the Alma Combo. So I'm going to play um, one of my recordings with my band. Um, but yeah, I hope to see you out there because Kayla will kiss you ah, <laughs> on the face. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, okay. See you April 29th, everybody. Bye. Right now, not gonna fake it. Now, when you go down, cause this is my game, and you better come to play. I used to hold my freak back, now I'm letting go. I make my own choice, bitch. I run this show, so leave the light on. No, you can't make me behave. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? It's your tongue tied up, cause this is my crown, and I'm dangerous, and you can get out, but it's all about me tonight, Hey, hey. So you say I'm complicated, that I must be out of my mind. You have me underrated, read every day. What's wrong with being, what's wrong with being, what's wrong with being Over here, I'ma give you some combinate. I can bite a buck like a dog. What? Not afraid, cause I know all about you. Take it, just take it. You know I can take it. No, not gonna shut up till I make it. Stand up straight, do it right. Go right now, not to not live it. That's my shot. Whoa, subscribe it helps us out because we love and what we do without a doubt so we want to thank you for taking the time mo so here we go we busting we busting around mo this is our podcast we're here to stay my name is kayla this is stacy k okay that uh... i have to call my sister hey hey you there 
Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. Hey ho.